Before we get started, we have a quick question. Does your school have a good mentoring program for new teachers? Does it support administrators who run the program, train and support mentors in how to best help new teachers, and support new teachers by answering their questions and helping them to meet their biggest challenges? We've mentored many new teachers and we've had lots of conversations with the new teachers crying in their cars after school. That's why we created the New Teacher Navigator. We have everything that your school needs to run a successful mentoring program. It's online and very affordable. If you or someone in your school or district is interested, check out our program at inspiredtogetherlearning.com or send us an email and we'll follow up. We'd love to help you support the next generation of teachers. The future of education depends on it. And now we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Are you feeling caged in your personal or professional life? Comfortable? Inspired even? In today's episode of the Inspired Together Teachers podcast, we'll explore each of these ways of living and help set you on the path to the life that you deserve. Hey, teachers, have you struggled to balance your work life and your home life? Do you want to make a difference and still feel like you can be present and purposeful in your life outside of school? Welcome to the Inspired Together Teachers podcast. This is not your typical professional development. We focus on you, not strategies to teach content. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators with the passion, knowledge, and experience to support you as you navigate the challenges of our profession. Are you ready? Let's get started. Today, we are talking about the inspired life. You've seen the word inspired in our name and in our logos and in all of our work. What do we mean by inspired? An inspired life means that you follow your path. You make intentional choices that allow you to live your life in the way you want it to be. Why are we on this journey and where did it come from? You might be wondering. We were at a conference a few years ago. It was about personal development. In this personal development conference, there was all of these entrepreneurs and business leaders, and they were recognizing the importance of really focusing on your personal and not just your professional. Michelle and I kept looking at each other and saying, oh my gosh, why don't teachers get this? Where is this for teachers? It is a perfect example of we were learning things that made us excited, that we felt like we needed to know. I I know a hundred times I thought, why didn't I know this before? Why haven't I learned this in the past? And one of the things that we realized is that in teachers, professional development is all about classroom strategies, how to use the latest reading curriculum, those kinds of things, which is fine. And that's needed as well. But nobody's bringing teachers personal development. And we were watching all these business people, you know, learning all these personal development things. And we kept thinking, why not us? Why aren't we learning this? And that's when we decided we needed to be the ones to bring it to teachers. And it doesn't mean that maybe your district is doing a personal day, or maybe they're having some treats in the lounge or things like that to make your life feel better as a teacher in your school. But that's not the same as really working on how can you be better in your personal and your professional life. Little tokens like that are great, but it's not the deep work. It's not really the meaningful things that need to be done. So that's where we're coming from. This doesn't mean we expect that people are going to be perfect all the time. It's not possible. 
there are no purple unicorns in our world, but we do talk about happiness. We do talk about happiness research. I mean, we are on a journey. We are on our journey to live an inspired life. And it's important to us and we're completely invested in it. And we've seen the changes, the transformation that it brings to our life. This is not toxic positivity. Oh, let's all forget all the terrible things in the world and smile and be happy all the time. No, this is an inner work where we really think about our mindset and our beliefs and our values and living it with intention so that we can create the life that we are absolutely in love with. And that's the inspired life. So this sounds like a great time to dig into the content. We gave you a little bit of an idea why we're here. What we really want to talk about is three different ways of living. And this isn't our idea, um, but it's an idea that we've taken and we've expanded upon a little bit. But there's three ways of living, according to Brendan Burchard, who is an inspirational speaker who's worked with Oprah and presidents to help them as a life coach, to help them advance the best they can in their personal and professional lives. And that was the conference we were actually at that inspired us so much. But he's written extensively about these three different ways of living. And here they are, the caged life, the comfortable life, and the inspired life. So in this first episode, as we're talking about the inspired life, we're going to talk about what he has talked about, the caged life, the comfortable life, and in credit to Brendan Burchard, he does call it the charged life. We're calling it the inspired life. Let's break it down and take a look at these different categories of life. And as we talk, maybe you can think about yourself and think about where you fall in one of these three ways of living. First of all, we talk about the caged life and you hear the word caged there. And so you can probably imagine what that might look like. In a caged life, you feel trapped. You feel caged in your job, in your relationships or in your inner self. You feel like your body or your mind or your heart are just not in the right place. You're often miserable. You don't ask for help. You desperately want more freedom, but you've kind of given up You think this is just the way things are. They're not going to change. You know, you're in the caged life if you often tell people, well, you don't understand. You don't understand how it is. The longer you are in this, the thicker the bars on the cage and you become resigned to it. You are stuck. You are caged. I think when we think about that, whether it's ourselves or people we've worked with in their personal or professional lives who are just really stuck right? These are the teachers who are counting down the days or the years to retirement. Maybe they really were at one point strong advocates for their students, strong advocates for their colleagues. They had a lot to say, but they rattled those bars in the cage and they just felt like Michelle said, the bars are getting thicker. It's harder to fight the system. And so they just sort of resigned to, this is it. I'm stuck. Let's get the days done till I can get out of here. I have an example of that. I had gotten a new teaching job. And in the first couple of weeks of that job, I had a very grumpy old teacher, very near retirement, who came up to me very seriously one day and said, you need to stop smiling so much. You're making the rest of us look bad. And he turned around and stomped off. And I think that is the perfect example of someone who feels like they are in a cage. What a sad way to live, right? I think we all can say we've been there at different points in our lives, but if you're there now or you feel like you're slipping there, that's not where you want to be, right? If you look at animals in a zoo that are behind a cage, they don't always seem so free and happy. They feel very caged. You can see it in their physical reactions. You can see it in the way that they interact with each other. We would like to help you move away from there if you're there. 
Absolutely. You don't have to stay in the cage. Let's talk about the comfortable life then. We said there was these three different stages, the first being the cage. The second is the comfortable life. And in the comfortable life, life is easier. Yeah, things are relatively easy. You have every right to be happy, but for some reason, maybe you aren't. Maybe there's a little bit of discontent. You're thinking maybe there should be more than this. A lot of people are at this stage where you feel fine. I'm fine. Things are fine. How's work? It's fine. How's your family? We're fine. If you're using that word fine often, you are in the comfortable life. In personal development, fine is sort of a four-letter word, right? Yeah, okay, it's fine. But here's the challenge. Could it be better? Are you just settling for this, okay, fine life? Or do you really want something more? Michelle had mentioned earlier that we are very much into happiness research. And Michelle's got a favorite quote from some happiness research that I think fits in here perfectly when you're trying to decide, am I in a comfortable life? And do I want more? Yeah. Lori Santos, who is a researcher at Yale, as Paula said, says, we are entitled to and capable of much more joy than we have settled for. And that word settled for just sort of tugs at my heart. I don't want to settle. I don't want to settle for it's fine. It's okay. I want more. We want more. And we want more for you. So if you're finding yourself thinking, oh my gosh, how many times this week have I said, it's fine. We've now put that thought into your brain. Sorry, you're not going to be able to get rid of it. And that's what really happened to us at that conference, which again, as we've said, has really just propelled our life in a different direction about inspiring teachers because too many teachers we know say they're fine. And once that thought got stuck in our head, every time we say it's fine, oh, it's a little cringy. Yeah, if you think about it and think about how and when you use or hear fine, you know, Paul and I both have have or have had teenage daughters. And if you have children, you've probably heard this. Oh, it's fine. It's fine, mom. And yeah, you know, it's really not. Or sometimes maybe, you know, you have a little spat with your husband, your spouse, and you finally end it with, well, it's fine. And you're really not fine, but it's okay. I'll compromise. It'll do. I'm ending the conversation. But you know what? It's not good enough. We think that you deserve more. We know you deserve more. And we know that you know you deserve more too. So if you're sitting in that caged or that comfortable life, now's our time to challenge you to the third type of life you could be leading. Let's talk about the inspired life. In an inspired life, you are feeling high energy. You're putting out an energy that you would be drawn to. Think about someone you know who just brings a positive energy into the space. There are people that we all like to be around because of their positive energy. Paula has a favorite quote too about the power plant. If you think of yourself as a power plant, a power plant doesn't have energy. It generates it. And when you are generating energy, you are magnetic. You are excited. 
Absolutely. I I have to jump in about that. The power plant example. I think it's fantastic if you think about the people who are walking down your hallways. And these can be students. These could be colleagues. They're walking down your hallway in your school. You know who has the energy, who's generating energy, right? We can be walking around with the power plant where nothing's happening and we're not putting out a lot of great energy into the world. But you know the people who are generating that positive energy. You're drawn to them. You also know people who maybe are putting out some negative energy, right? That power plant is putting out energy you don't want to mix with. And maybe because they're in a caged life. So you have the potential to really generate inspirational energy into this world. And wow, what a great goal that is to achieve. And it feels really good when you know you're bringing energy into a room. Another characteristic of the inspired life is high engagement. This is feeling engaged in your moments. You're present in your life. You're interested. You have enthusiasm and excitement to be right where you are. I love it when you're engaged, when you're in flow, when everything is just moving well, it feels right with the world. Sometimes you just lose track of time. You're just in it and you're there and you're aware and you're loving it. You can think about that when you're teaching, right? You can see kids who are engaged in your lesson. You know what it looks like when people have high engagement and high interest and high enthusiasm and you're and they're looking forward to the lesson you're looking forward to the lesson and it crosses over into life too right you have this high enthusiasm about life think about when you're looking forward to a vacation all of those days building up to it imagine having that enthusiasm in all areas of your life where you really are excited you believe in what you can do you believe in the possibilities you believe that you can live the life that you want to live and I think about this like vacations, right? When you go on that vacation, you have so many exciting ideas about the possibilities and maybe just for that week, living that life. For me, that's on a beach with a book and a coffee in my hand or some mixed drink. I'm really happy. The possibilities and I can live my best life for that week. So really part of having this inspired life is having this high enthusiasm too. And really saying, I'm not going to play small. I'm not going to settle for okay. I'm not going to play small. I'm not going to settle for okay. I have got endless possibilities and I'm going to try and get there. This is also connected to Maslow. Um, As teachers, you know about Maslow's hierarchy. And, you know, at the very top of that hierarchy is self-actualization. And the idea is that very few people ever reach self-actualization. We believe that we can be on the path. We can be working towards it. We can be working and learning and growing and trying to live our best life. The life that we were born for, that's what we're after. That's the top of the pyramid. And we're not willing to settle for any less. Absolutely. If we were teaching a lesson right now, we'd kind of recap that, right? We'd say, we told you that we'd love for you to lead an inspired life. That's all of our goals. We don't want you to live a caged life or a comfortable life. And we'd love to help you get to that inspired life. What does it mean again? What is an inspired life? An inspired life means that you follow your path, make intentional choices that allow you to live your life in the way you want it to be. 
And that's why we've created this podcast. In this first episode, we're giving you the background so you know where it is that we hope you can go with us. We're on this journey to live an inspired life. We have read the research. We've read the books. We have spent time and money um, attending conferences because we can't get enough of it. And we've been taking courses in personal development and working with coaches and mastermind groups. And we are in this so deeply and we know that you're not getting this. So we want to be saying, why is it that no one's bringing this to teachers and how can we bring it to you? Which is why we have this podcast. And this is what you can expect from this podcast support, encouragement, and strategies to help you live an inspired life in your work life and home life so that you can live your best life. We don't know it all, and we're not saying that we have our lives all 100% figured out, but we are on the journey, and we would love to have you on the journey with us. And of course, in true teacher fashion, we're going to end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to spend a few minutes thinking about which of those lives resonated with you, the caged life, the comfortable life, or the inspired life. Our mentor, Brendan Michard, says, never let your path or your current circumstances limit your vision for the future. If you're ready to step into this vision and level up, subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode because that's where we're going on this podcast journey together. And as always, you can check out the show notes on our blog, inspiredtogetherteachers.com, where we will always recap the episode and give you links to related posts and other helpful content. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers. Or head to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.